and even the police officers that are working closely with Onika, they are able to notice these people have changed. Even the reporting of crime has gone down. Hello and welcome to the Word in Action podcast from Bible League International. I'm your host, Michael Woolworth. The scum of the town, the words used to describe young people part of a street gang in South Africa who live with no hope until a dear Christian woman named Annika using programs from Bible League entered their story. You're in for a treat today as my guest Ben Sitswa-Elo joins me from South Africa. Well, the subject of today's episode is a woman by the name of uh, Annika. She lives in uh, Zerust, uh, a province in the northwest part of South Africa. Um, her husband uh, pastored a church there, uh, and together, Ben, I understand that uh, he and Annika had a particular ministry uh, focused on abused women, uh, widows, and sh- uh, street children. You know, Jesus said, um, you know, our role, part of our role as believers is to help care for the weak and the needy and the oppressed, and that's exactly um, what they did. And I want to hear more about these street children, but uh, ben, tell us what uh, happened in uh, Annika's life. Annika uh, had, a, I mean, her husband passed on mm. just before COVID restrictions were imposed into the country. When they, they had to open the church again, after the lockdown restrictions that were imposed within the country, she found herself having less than 20 members that are attending the church that she and her husband have started and has been pastoring for some time Hmm. before the husband passed on. So he passed away not Mm -hmm. long ago, and you're saying the church kind of came down to about 20 members. Again, uh, we've seen that here in the U.S., right? COVID has certainly uh, affected uh, church attendance. She decided to step up. She wanted to take a leadership role in that church. Uh, Ben, what did she do next? In fact, she discovered that Bible League... Uh, has got a program that was running in town, in Zerast, which was the church planting training. And uh, by hearing of that, that the training is about to start in a week's time, she decided to enroll in that training, whereby we did in Zerast, in one of the the local churches. So she joined that training of Bible League, and that started most of the things that she wanted to achieve. Hmm. I mean, they emanated from that training. Talk a little bit about church planner training. I know that's a program that our listeners here talk about all the time on these podcasts. Uh, it's a big part of what Bible League does around the world, including in South Africa. Talk about what church planner training looks like, uh, specifically there uh, in South Africa, and then tell us uh, the impact that that training had uh, on Annika. Basically, church uh, planters training is a training program for ordinary church members who have different gifts as the Spirit of God has given them, and they've got the desire and the calling to plant churches. Hmm. So these people are, are recruited from all denominations who have a vision and a plan to desire uh, to start or to plant a church. So basically what is happening is that uh, the church planters are trained for a period of 12 to 24 months, whereby within the first year, there will be about four modules that they attend. And between the four modules, uh, immediately after the first module, there will be a break of three months. Hmm. So another module, second module, then a break again on that. That is to enable the participants to go and implement what they have learned in the classroom per se. And these church planters are trained and supported to be effective 
and are required to give monthly reports of the progress of their field work. That too, uh, Bible League International and as well to their churches. And Onika, she, she, she liked the program to an extent that she mentioned that she shifted her ministry focus into the streets and focusing more on the children living in the streets, what we term the street gang. Hmm. So these are the children, the young boys living in the streets. She focused on that rather than being in the church for these 20 people. Together with the church members, they went out to focus on these uh, children living hmm. in the streets. Yeah, Ben, I know you uh, You help coordinate uh, church planner training. You're, you're a big ministry coordinator. Uh, you have a very important role there in South Africa, so I definitely admire what you're doing. Yeah, I love what you're saying here. Church planner training, uh, where there's uh, where there's emerging uh, communities of believers, and, and not really an established church, Bible League can help yeah. train uh, those that are in leadership uh, to, to, uh, to, to mobilize uh, their, their, their existing members, uh, to help uh, bring more people in, right? To to put them in a, a good position to grow a, a, as a new church. And you're saying in places where maybe growth is stalled in a, a local church, church planner training is there. I love what you're saying. You've got different. Yes. You've got you've got different uh, modules and things, and so it's kind of broken up to where it's, uh, it's it's you can take a small bite here and a small bite there. And after that, of course, the charge is to what? Either plan a church or to you know to fortify to build up. Your, your local church. I love what you're saying about Annika. Uh, she didn't turn her back uh, on uh, her own local uh, church community, but together uh, she realized, look, the church is not just, you know, within four walls of a building, yes. so to speak. Uh, it, it It is a focus on, again, a, on a community of believers. And as you say, she and others in her congregation developed a yearning as they looked about the needs around them uh, to focus on uh, these, uh, these youth that are, are basically in the streets. Ben, you call them a street gang. Talk more about this street gang. What characterizes a street gang? The, 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 the young people who feel that uh, they are marginalized by their own community. Hmm. Uh, they are looked at as people who are not belonging to the same community that they are staying in or living in. Because of they are coming from their families, and their families have decided to not to be associated with them, or they have done something that was wrong to the family, and they decided rather than being part of this family, I rather go and and live by my own. And these people, they live in the streets. They okay. don't have the roof over their heads. Hmm. So wherever they and they feel tired, they want to sleep. They just sleep. Whether it's a corner of a shop, around in town, or uh, is at a taxi rank, or uh, Anywhere around, they sleep there and it's not safe in the streets. And most of them, they are hooked on drugs because of the drugs keep them warm in the night, mm. in the middle of the night when it's cold, they feel warm. And that is why they are taking drugs. And at the same time, they are dealing with drugs uh, within the area that they found themselves in. And ultimately, you find them that they are, they are committing uh, petty crime. Hmm. Within the community whereby they take people's wallets, they take some food from them and run away. They, they just grab and run away. And that is their own way of survival in the streets. Yeah. So these are the kind of people that we found and see within the streets. They don't have anywhere to eat. They don't have clothes to wear, uh, good-looking clothes. They don't have time to bath. 
So they are living in the streets, and it's about survival of the fittest out there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you've definitely painted a picture in our minds of, of what the street uh, gang is, is all about. I understand Annika used Bible League's project, Philip. She had an idea, right? She wanted to invite these uh, these young men, these boys, who really knew nothing about uh, Jesus, um, really had no hope, no future for the most part from what you're telling me. Uh, she said, hey, come learn about Jesus every Wednesday. Ben, did they accept her invitation? What happened after that? Um, well, they accepted the, the invitation. During the week they've got the day that uh, they all gathered together in the church. That is on Wednesdays afternoon. Hmm. And as they come to the church, they, they sing uh, songs of praise or worship songs hmm. uh, together with Onika and the people that will be there to serve them. And they study the Word of God together. Because of the key thing is to give them the Word of God, to introduce them to this Jesus that we know. Yeah. And afterwards, after that session, they share the meal together. Because of these people, remember, they live in the streets, yeah. and they are always hungry. Mm. They don't have anybody to feed, and they don't work. They've got nothing at all. Mm. But Onika have taken it up to herself, together with the church, that let us bring them here. As we share the meal with them, uh, we've got the opportunity to share the word of God with them. And some are coming back to the church, and they start seeing what the Lord has done for them, giving them a warm meal <laughs> in a cold day in Zerast. So they praise God together on that. Well, and I understand uh, a couple of things. Number one, uh, some of the locals refer to these boys as the scum of the town. Uh, that's uh, that's a quote that I heard from, from some of the locals here as I read this story. Um, the scum of the town. Mm. And it sounds like, though, <laughs> enter the hope of the gospel and this dear woman, Annika. There's a bond that's uh, being uh, built between uh, uh, Annika and these boys, uh, isn't, uh, isn't it? Uh, what, what, what does she do for them yes, in addition yeah. to all the things that you just mentioned? Okay. But, uh, she would stand up for them when they are being accused of the crimes that they, they might have done within, the, 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 within their own town uh, of Zerast. Hmm. She, she would go and speak on their behalf and protect them because other people, they want to beat them. Other people, they want to take them to, to prison. They want to force the head of the law to take them to prison, not understanding what is happening with these young boys in the streets. Now she has taken it up to herself to explain to people what is it that they are going through. Mm. And she intervenes because of these are the challenging times for them as the young people. They don't know who they are. They don't know what is it that they want. They are just boys living in the streets yeah. trying to make ends meet. And she connects them with the relevant stakeholders, such as the social workers within the community. And uh, currently she's working as well closely with the police force within the, the community. And they know that she is helping them. And others could find job because of her, her putting a weight for them in other shops around the town, in other people's businesses, whereby they are being employed. And being employed now, they have to move outside, um, out of the, 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 the gang, and they start to get their own places. And some of them, they are able to go back to their own homes. Mm, that's beautiful. I love that. Yes. 
Ben, because of all the commitment, all the love, all the time that's being poured into uh, these young people by uh, Annika and this church community, something beautiful uh, happened recently uh, with all of this. Tell us, tell us what that is. The mayor uh, visited one of the Bible studies that Onika had in, in her church on one of the Wednesdays. Her visit was because it was consequent of the police commander who indicated to, to him that crime rate has gone down. And uh, that was because of there's somebody within the town who is working with these young people who always wrote people of their belongings. And he wanted to know who is this person? What is it that this person is doing? And that's how the mayor went and visited and participated in one session, one Wednesday afternoon in Onika's church in Zerast. Crime went down. Huh? They're wondering, okay, who's, who's behind all this, right? You know what, Michael? It's because of most, uh, most of the crime that is happening in town is linked to these young boys, even uh-huh. if it's not them, but it's linked to them. But now when they start to change their behavior, people are able to notice and even the police officers that are working closely with Onika, they are able to notice that these people have changed. And even the reporting of crime has gone down. Mm. And they are able to talk about that and to communicate within the community and say this is a good place for these young boys. Uh, you know, I love this. You know, as you're sharing that, uh, Ben, it reminds me, it's reminiscent of uh, the famous Welsh revivals that happened in the United Kingdom. You know, as, as people uh, were uh, revived in their walk with Christ, they shared him with others, there was an a- awakening to the gospel. Again, I'm talking about, this is a long time ago, right? But uh, they said things got so good that the police department actually had to lay off some officers. There was no crime to fight, right? So what you're saying that's happening there, yeah, what you're you're saying is happening there in the Zerust province of of South Africa is reminiscent of what happened uh, in the... uh, the uh, revival of, of, of Wales. I, I think we're figuring this out pretty quickly. I said earlier, you know, as I kind of got acquainted with this story, I read one of the quotes from, from the townspeople calling these boys the scum of the town. But, but Annika thinks otherwise, doesn't she? I mean, I know that's evident in, in the time that she's, uh, she spent, um, the, the, the responses she's had from both the mayor, as you mentioned, and the police commander for that area. But, uh, she, she sees, value and worth in these young people, doesn't she? Talk about that. Onika sees these young boys as the leaders of tomorrow. She sees them differently as compared to the people who call them the scum of the town. Like, for instance, when she goes into the shops to to ask for food that she's preparing for them, others would give her some pushback because of what she advocates for. Mm. But uh, the, the, the thing that uh, Onika stands on is the promise that Christ has made that I can do all, all things through him who strengthens mm. me. In fact, it's Peter, it's Paul who was talking this way. Yeah. And she, she, she draws a strength from this verse. Yeah. And this young boy is not giving up on them because she believes that they'll be the, mayor, the mayors of tomorrow. They will be the businessmen of the, the local town which is the rest of tomorrow. So she looks at them just like as Christ has looked unto us. And he took upon himself to say, I'm going down, Father. 
to die for these people. Mm. I can't just leave them like that. And that is the sacrifice that she's paying to see that these young men are growing up, knowing the Lord, and at the end of the day, as they know the Lord, they will grow into knowing the Lord, and their character will change as they bear fruit that everybody will see and benefit out of those fruits. Ben, what an awesome story. Uh, The townspeople once called this street gang the scum of the town, but then they saw the real and lasting change that came to these young people as a result of God's grace working through a dear woman named Annika. Thanks for sharing their story today, Ben. And friends, thank you for listening today and for supporting Bible League with your prayers and financial gifts. Will you follow Bible League on social media? You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And you can sign up for our e-newsletter and verse of the day and learn more about becoming a monthly sower at BibleLeague.org. That's BibleLeague.org. And let us know how today's program impacted you. You can email us at podcast at BibleLeague.org. For the Word in Action podcast, I'm Michael Woolworth.